recording of the Moot Eucharist in January 2012, Imovsby explores the themes of being a follower rather than an observer of Jesus Christ. Are we followers or just fans? Are we followers or just fans? I'm sure you found yourself watching that clip finding it simultaneously amusing and at the same time troubled and uncomfortable. With much, within much of what was talked about, about the church in terms of judgmentalism, division and violence of the church, is the observation that there is something big, there's a big difference between being a follower and being a fan of Jesus. I am, for example, a new monastic Christian because I passionately want to live out my faith as a follower and not just be a supporter or observer. Why? Because I'm convinced that I believe that Jesus, as the expression of the Trinity that is God, is calling us to live and act another way. And this is what is happening in the Gospel stories. As the crowd and the disciples follow, he is challenging them not to be just supporters, where you observe from afar, but to be active followers of what Jesus calls us to live and become. For Jesus, what we do reveals what we really think and are. So how we act on a daily basis reveals our inner lives and our state of being. The Bible is full of people who wanted to be supporters rather than followers, who could not follow because of anger, fear or pride. Fear of giving up independence, fear of not being in control, fear of taking responsibility or stopping for being the eternal victim and fear maybe of growing up. The list goes on. This is why I am excited about new monasticism and what we're trying to do here because I think there is a radical call in the aspirations, the spiritual practices and the postures that we use as a tool here to help us live out this call to act as followers of Christ in love and spiritual maturity. Our rhythm of life is a tool to help all of us in our desire to grow in our ability to follow Christ. So what does it mean to be a follower rather than just being a supporter. And I want to start with a lectionary text today from Revelation. In this curious mystical interaction between the writer of Revelation and an angel, we are reminded of the divinity of the Redeemer God. I am struck by its central message that as Christians we are called to submit and follow, and I quote, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. I am a fellow servant with you and your comrades who hold the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So what is this saying? Well, the testimony here is about the story of Christ, about the reality of Christ. So how we act reveals our heart and also reveals how our story has been reorientated by the Christ story. We hear this again in the letter of, to the Galatians, which is not easy to hear and could have been written yesterday in its starkness. I'll read again. 
Now the works that distort us are obvious. Strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. I am warning you as I warned you before. Those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. By contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. There is no law against such things. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified their distorting addictions with its destructive desires. So our story is about growing into love, patience, faith, charity, loving our neighbours, loving our enemies, seeking to submit and follow this God and letting go of our need for anger, fear and pride. By living this way, we are not only empowered to become deeper Christians, but our lives then speak to the world prophetically. Hence the language and the metaphor in the Bible of being salt, salt that has not become polluted and watered down because it has been profoundly lived out. Being a follower then is about becoming more salty. Being just a supporter is about becoming less salty. Now I appreciate that all of this is not easy, but it starts in how we are community, how we interact, how we deal with conflict, how we carry out our roles in this community. And it should be done in a way that builds up, all of us up, in love, patience, kindness, humility, gentleness and self-control. Now, for example, I know that I'm no saint. I get angry, I get frustrated and at times I can get annoyingly emotional. Partly because I'm working very hard with you to build this community to a state of stability. But I want you to hear that I am sorry for the times when I am not living out these fruits of the Spirit. But equally too, we are all of us need to wrestle with this calling to live out the fruits of the Spirit to enable us all as individuals and as a community to grow in love and also to enable God to build the kingdom of God through and of our relationships in this community. This needs all of us to face up to our anger, pride and pain so that we grow in love, love of God, love of ourselves and love of others as Jesus commanded us too. When people look at you and me to seek and to make sense of Christianity, may they not see us as hypocrites. I hope that they will see us as those who are struggling, if sometimes failing, to stumble towards salvation by seeking to follow and live by what Jesus challenged us to be and do. Finally, looking to the Gospel passage, and one I really love, the one of the wedding at Cana, is a demonstration that following God is not about becoming black and white, uh, more judgmental or more fundamentalist, quite the other. As Jesus himself lives out the new commandment to love God, love himself and love others, and does so whilst at the same time making so much wine at a party that people got drunk. This is not just a sign of an incredibly generous God, but that this way of God is to encounter and to challenge maybe the more black and white reading of religion. Following this Jesus is about seeking not to be a hypocrite, seeking to love enemies and everyone else who annoys you, to not put your identity in riches and materialism, to seek the common good and peace, to care for the poor and vulnerable, and to understand that wider society and extended relationships are as important as our loved ones, partners and family. 
that justice, healthcare, welfare, ecology are not somehow anti-Christian, but quite the opposite. Very much part of God's intentions in the kingdom of God. And so now we stand in Epiphany, near the end of Epiphany, and remember the wisdom of the Magi in seeking out and honouring the God-child. So we are called, in the same way, to refresh our own lives, to remember our calling to be followers, followers of Jesus Christ, and not to be distorted by the passions, by not being distorted by our pains, and to step away from being passive observers or just supporters. Jesus is uncompromising about this difference when he says that those who seek their lives will lose it, and those who lose it for my sake will encounter the kingdom of God. Following, then, is about submission of our self-interest, getting beyond our ego and our selfishness, to follow a God that can lead us into all truth, depth, peace and well-being, through seeking to live and act another way. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Moot Community Podcast. If you'd like more information on who we are and what we do, please visit www.moot.uk.net. Thank you.